Porn Free Radio, Episode 45, Temptation, Part 2, The Way of Escape. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, recovered porn addict and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Hello and welcome to this episode of Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for guys who want to live 100% porn free. Now in this episode, we continue our series on temptation. It's part two. It's called The Way of Escape. And we started last week in episode 44 talking about temptation and specifically our desire. And we define temptation as an internal desire, not an object or a thing in our life, but something that comes from within. And the process of temptation we call the temptation cycle. And so this is about uh, looking for the way of escape when we get into the temptation cycle. And that's what are the alternative options that we have when we're tempted, when we have desire come, um, before we act on it? What are the things we can do to avoid temptation? All right. So I was thinking a lot about the topic of temptation the last couple of weeks. It's, it's pretty obvious because we've done a couple podcasts on it. And I challenged myself to think about what techniques we can use when we're tempted. You know, something that can be put in place between the desire and the action. So I created a PDF guide with 10 powerful exercises that you can do in the moment of temptation. Now, I heard back from a few of you guys who purchased this product. And uh, it's called, by the way, Break in Case of Emergency. That's the name of the PDF guide. Uh, Brad wrote about the simple, uh, about the 10 powerful exercises, that they're all simple and make avoiding temptation feel like something serious, but not super complicated. So it's, it's made to be easy to scan and go through and immediately put an exercise in place. It's a tool, not an ebook, and it's short on purpose. I want you to be able to pick an exercise and immediately take action to disrupt the temptation cycle. Now, it's made to put on your desktop or bookmark for quick access on your mobile phone. And you can find out more about it at recoveredman.com slash emergency. Or to make it real simple, I put up the URL recoveredman.com slash 911. That's recoveredman.com slash 911. Now, remember, this isn't a document that you read once and forget about it. It's made to use in the moment when you're on the edge to jolt you back to safety. Now, use it wisely and it could save your butt today. Now, once again, that URL is recoveredman.com slash 911. So pick that up today. It's completely relevant with today's topic, uh, the way of escape. So as I said, in episode 44, we talked a lot about taking responsibility for our temptation. That temptation is not an external thing or an object, but it's based on our own internal desire. And as we take back responsibility 
for temptation, we become aware of the pattern of the temptation cycle. Now, just to review, the temptation cycle uh, is made up of these components. First of all, temptation is an unhealthy desire that comes from within. Once thought of, we choose to act on the desire. And as we continue to act on unhealthy desires, they lead to our slow death. So that's the pattern. Temptation, which is an unhealthy desire, arises within us like a thought comes. Once thought of, we choose to act on the desire. And as we continue to act on unhealthy desires and make a habit out of acting out, they lead to our slow death. Now, this pattern is soul-crushing. It destroys our confidence, our self-esteem. It makes us feel powerless and out of control. And as I said last week, repeating this pattern can lead us to our physical death. Uh, Next week's show, we're talking to Craig Perra, and he talks about an experience where he uh, wanted to take his own life after acting out uh, at an adult bookstore. He thought of his wife. He thought of his kids. He looked at this uh, dumpster, felt like garbage, and immediately had thoughts of taking his own life. Now, we sometimes think pornography is a soft addiction, like it's like, you know, like I'm addicted to Pokemon cards or something like that. But the truth is, really profound addiction to pornography leads to all sorts of things, depression, isolation, suicidal thoughts. And just basically lack of confidence, lack of meaningful life. And so it's really dangerous. And um, so we talked about all that last week. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to episode 44. And we talk about switching from automatic to manual, where we're starting to take over uh, and be aware of this pattern. And that awareness gives us an opportunity And the opportunity is to look for a way of escape when we're tempted. So this show is all about the way of escape. Think of it as an escape pod between desire and action. So the unhealthy desire pops up, boom, we hit the escape pod and we just avoid the action and the habit. That's the idea here. All right. Now, I started last week's show by telling a verse from James. And I'm going to continue that in this series. I have another verse I've pulled out from the Bible to help, you know, navigate and frame this conversation. Now for you uh, agnostic guys or whatever, hang with me. There's good principles here. I think you can get something out of this. This is in a Sunday school lesson. We're using uh, these powerful scriptures to help guide and help frame this way of thinking. And so let me read this first. This is a really powerful verse for me, and I'll tell you why in a second. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But when the temptation, uh, when the temptation, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. All right, so I'm going to read it one more time because I kind of botched reading it. So I want you to, if you're riding on the bus right now or running, I want you to be able to hear this. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. 
But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. All right, so now the reason why this is a a favorite verse of mine is when I was first, this is even before I really got into recovery. This is when I was a young man, probably about 20 years old. And I was just lost uh, trying to give up porn on my own. And at one point, I started trying to memorize Bible verses to help me. And this is one of the ones I memorized. And one week, I was working really hard at at repeating this verse um, a lot. And one night, I went to bed, and I had this dream that was starting to go into a pornographic way. There was a woman, young woman, she was coming towards me. She was about to start undressing, and it was feeling very pornographic. And in the dream... I actually quoted this verse to her. Now, I've told this story before on Porn Free Radio, but if you're new, you probably haven't heard it. I quoted the verse, and right when I was done saying it, when uh, I say that he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it, I woke up, literally woke up. The dream was over. And I remember feeling like very victorious because you all know if you struggle with porn dreams and you're trying to give up porn, it can be very um, discouraging. You feel kind of icky. You kind of feel slimed when you wake up. You, you question, did I act out? Did I lose my sobriety? Or maybe you feel drawn back to, to get on the computer again. It's just horrible uh, when you have one of those dreams. So I've, I was so excited when that verse popped up. So let's break that verse down into something that's real practical that we can all grab onto, no matter what spiritual practice we're coming from. All right, first thing in the verse that I love. Temptation is common to man, meaning this pattern of having desires that are unhealthy pops up in everybody, okay? This isn't something that's just unique to you. You're not the only broken one. You're not the only perverted guy out there. You're not the only one with these kind of thoughts. Everyone has them. They're common. So in some ways, that's powerful to think about. It should be easy for us to talk about our temptations. It should be easy for us to bring them up because everyone has them. So it's common, okay? You're not alone, all right? Now, the second thing that's really cool about this verse, it says God is faithful. And when I read between the lines here, God's faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. And he's providing this way of escape that you may be endure it. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But I really like look at this and go, God's desire for us is to overcome. That when it says he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, I feel like he's saying, you know, hey, I want you to overcome this. I want you to press through. I don't want you to be passive. I don't want you to give up. This is common. Everyone has it but I'm faithful and I want you to press through, okay? And it goes on to say, you know, that he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So there's this idea of ability. There's an ability in us. He's designed us with an ability to deal with this, okay? So there's tools, there's things we can do to deal with it. We're not hopeless. And then the best part about this verse, there's a promise. He provides the way of escape, Okay, so the temptation cycle is an unhealthy desire comes up in us. 
And then once thought of, we choose to act on that desire. And as we continue to act, it leads to our slow death. That's the temptation cycle. Now, this verse tells us something else. It says that temptation is common to us, that um, uh, that we've been designed with an ability to deal with this, that there's a way of escape, and that ultimately it's so that we can endure it, okay? So it's a different pattern. It's we have ability. Uh, we have a design. We have tools. We have things we can do. And we can look for that way of escape. We can be proactive in this process. We're not powerless. We're not out of control. So what are four ways of escape? Okay. When we get hit with the temptation, when we have the thought, what are the things we can do? And I've broken them down into four things. Okay. The first thing we can do is flee. Okay, and that means busting, literally sometimes running out of the room that we're in to avoid the temptation, to avoid acting on temptation. Okay, um, there's a famous story in the Bible about this guy named Joseph who was a slave um, and his master had this wife. Um, his master's name was Potiphar. And Potiphar's wife took notice of Joseph because he was good looking and kind of handsome and rugged. And she takes notice of him and she starts trying to seduce him day after day. She keeps trying to invite him into her bed. She keeps trying to sort of drop hints that she's open to a relationship. And one day she gets tired of Joseph not following through, not acting on this. And so she actually grabs his robe and it says that he uh, basically left her with the robe. He, he just basically undid the robe and ran out of his robe right into the street and just started running away and, and was hiding, basically, which totally made her mad. But he physically just removed himself from the situation. I tell a famous story about how, you know, I logged in with an old modem uh, back in the old days, and I physically destroyed the modem with a hammer so I could avoid looking at porn that night. So that's an example of fleeing. It's removing yourself from the situation, breaking the modem, doing whatever it takes to get out of the situation before it turns into acting out. That's one, flee. Now, a second one is do the opposite. Now, what do we get out of porn? One thing we get is we get comfort, okay? It's comforting. It's self-soothing. It makes us feel better. It relieves our stress. So a second thing we can do uh, to escape is to press into discomfort, okay? And what is discomfort? What's discomforting? Our feelings, for example. What's the feeling underneath? You know, when we're aware and taking responsibility for the temptation cycle, we can stop and ask ourselves, what am I feeling? What am I trying to soothe? What pain am I running from? Okay. Now we can actually do other things that are uh, opposite too. For example, exercise, you know, 
strenuous exercise is the opposite of comfortable. You know, when you're weightlifting, when you're running, when you're um, on the bike, pushing it, you're, you're feeling discomfort. You're feeling muscle fatigue. You're not sitting in your office or sitting, you know, in a dark room on your phone, masturbating. You're pushing yourself. You're pushing your body to its limits. There's all sorts of things you can do to push into the discomfort. You can push into the discomfort of your feelings and emotions with an emotional attack. You can physically go into it. Um, and, you know, basically, you know, another thing of doing the opposite, you know, when you're looking at porn, you're really being selfish. You're, you're um, uh, being narcissistic. You're meeting your own needs. You're sitting in front of your computer or your device and you're sort of feeding this narcissistic part of you. So what's the opposite of the narcissist? One who serves. You can do things in the moment to serve the people that you love in your life, to serve people you don't know, to engage with people, okay? Another opposite. What, when do you act out with porn? When you're alone, when you're in isolation. So what's the opposite? Connection, people, calling people, right? Now that can be also uncomfortable. So you press into the uncomfortableness, but you break through loneliness. Got it? All right. What's So you can flee. You can just bust out of the situation. You can leave the room, change your environment. You can do the opposite. Press into the discomfort of the emotions. Press into discomfort of physical activity. Push into the discomfort of saying, hey, Bob, guess what? I'm thinking of looking at porn. Oh my gosh, help me. Right? Do the opposite. Third thing. You can meet the real need, okay? When you have awareness, when you take responsibility, you can go, what am I looking for in the porn? Do I need to feel affirmed today? Do I need to feel love? Do I need to feel physical touch? What do I need? And then you can make a plan to get that need met. Example, you know, if you need to feel affirmed, you can call someone and say, hey, I'm having a tough day. Can you encourage me? You know, if you need to feel physical touch, I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, go get a massage. I'm not talking about a, a questionable massage where, you know, it leads to something like a happy ending or, or some sexual behavior. I'm talking about a physical massage where, where the massage therapist you know, just basically, um, you know, treats your tension in your back and in your legs and, and gives you a good, vigorous physical massage that's not sexual, you know. Um, maybe you need, uh, what was I just thinking, affirmation. There was one other one I got there. I forgot what it was. Uh, affirmation, physical touch. Uh, I can't remember. But basically... Think about what's the need I'm looking for in porn to meet and think about how can I meet that need? You know, if you're feeling lonely, how can you meet, how can you medicate, you know, not medicate that, how can you deal with that? If you're feeling stress, what are things in your life that are healthy de-stressors? Okay, I already talked about exercise, but maybe there's other things. 
Maybe there's things you'd like to read. Maybe there's, there's exercises you could do like um, meditation or yoga. I talked early on um, about, you know, how I used to do yoga um, as a practice, like kind of a masculine yoga. It's called DDP yoga. That's something you could do to de-stress and meet the real need. All right, and this is the last one. Chase the greater desire, okay? What is the greater desire in your life? What is the bigger goal that you have? Is it to to create um, a spiritual foundation for yourself? Is it to create a better marriage? Is it to be a better father, be more present to your children, okay? What is that bigger desire that's causing you to want to be porn free? Okay. And what can you do to feed that desire? Okay. So when you're feeling tempted and you want to chase the greater desire in your, to have a better marriage, you know, unplug from the computer, unplug from the device and pursue your wife, not just physically, but serve her. Help her. Ask her about her day. Press into relationship. If that's the greater desire, a better marriage, what are things you can do to have a better marriage? Get a book, you know, take a course, have a date night. There's all sorts of things you can do if that's really your desire. You want to be a more present father? Engage with your kids. Engage heartily. Stop acting like a narcissist and press in. Love them well. If you want to develop a a deeper spiritual life, what are things you can do? Yeah, now, a lot of Christian guys out there, your whole way of dealing with temptation is to throw up a couple, you know, prayer arrows, you know, right before you click on to, you know, YouTube, okay? That's not a relationship with God. You're basically just, you know, you're kind of texting God right before you go do something you don't want to do. No, I'm talking about what can you do to develop your relationship with God? Do you, do you need to worship more? Do you need to spend more time listening to worship music? Do you need to start your day by reading the scripture? Is there spiritual practice that you could put in your life that's, that's going to be, um, you know, how like when they climb a mountain and they put a stake at the top with a flag? You know, what, where are you putting your flag? Where are you planting your flag? That's kind of a weird metaphor, but where are you, you know, what, what ground are you taking for your greater desire and what are you doing about it? So that's a, that's a way that you can do it. How can you pursue a spiritual practice in the midst of temptation? You know, how can you pursue that greater desire? Now I'm going to finish with a quote by one of my favorite writers, C.S. Lewis, who I've quoted many times on the show. I might have even quoted this before, but I'll, I'll do it again because it fits really perfectly. Now, he's talking about God in this case, but follow, follow the, the logic here. It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered to us. Like an ignorant child, who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is what it is meant by the offer of a holiday at sea. We are far too easily pleased. 
is that not the truth for us? Like when I talk about the greater desire, it's not that our desire to look at porn, our lustful desire is too strong. It's too weak. It's the easy way out. It's not the real desire of our heart. You know, and he's, Lewis, Lewis says we're half-hearted creatures. You know, we fool around with things. We kind of half-ass it through life. We're like a little child who's making mud pies when he's being offered this vacation, this, this life worth living, this fulfilled life. And we're just satisfying ourselves by, you know, masturbating in our dark room alone, looking at images instead of people, you know? We're in love with pixels, not people. We're far too easily pleased. So this isn't to beat you up, man. We're all, we've all been there. I'm not speaking, you know, as the teacher here. I'm speaking as someone who's walked the journey that you're on right now. This was me. I still struggle with this. It doesn't look the same way all the time. But, you know, I can't say that I'm waking up every day, you know, with a worship song in my heart and pursuing God with all my passion and zeal. I can't say that I have a date night every week with my wife, you know. But I'm going towards those things. I want those things. I'm fleeing temptation. I'm doing the opposite. I'm pressing into emotions. I feel sad sometimes now. I feel down. It sucks. I don't have that numbing thrill of pornography anymore. I just feel down. I called my friend once and I said, hey, I'm feeling down today. And he started, you know, trying to cheer me up. I said, don't cheer me up. I never feel this way at all. This is because I gave up porn. This is a good thing. It's a good thing for me to feel sad today. You know, I look to meet the real need. You know, I want to ask for things that I need. I need affirmation today. I need encouragement. Okay? I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. I want to chase the greater desire. We are far too easily pleased. God, I love that. That's great. I wish I wrote it. C.S. Lewis, wherever you are, buddy, uh, up there in heaven on some cloud or I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we have thrones. I don't know. Houses or something. Wherever you are, loving it. Love the reading. That was from the book, The Weight of Glory and Other Addresses. All right. Well, that about brings me close to my time. I want to uh, end this by saying to ask a question, send me an email to matt at pornfreeradio.com. I'm the only one who checks that email box. Uh, please include your name. If there's anything you need me to keep private, please give me a heads up. And I have been getting quite a few emails lately, so I'm trying to respond to them. A lot of you guys want to connect and talk, kind of share a little bit about your story. It takes a little longer to respond to those um, than just answering a question. So, um, but, you know, I'm totally open to getting those, so keep them coming. Now, just a few quick announcements. Um, I mentioned last week about sprint coaching about how I started coaching guys one-on-one this summer, and it's been a blast. And if you've considered coaching, here's five things you need to know. It's the fastest way to get a strong plan in place. It's super convenient. I call you or we jump on Skype. 
You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to find a meeting. You don't have to find a therapist who works with your schedule. It's, it's, it's on your time and it's easy to get a hold of me. Uh, it's consistent. Uh, I'm now offering weekly options for guys. Uh, that was something that popped up after I started working with some guys that weekly uh, seems to be really helpful, uh, especially when you first get going. Now, it's an investment. It costs money. It's paid coaching. But, you know, what does being stuck in this porn cost you? What pain, what loss of time, what loss of money, what loss of relationship has it cost you? And how much longer are you willing to kind of limp along. That's what you got to ask yourself. And you'll get a return on your investment. I guarantee it. Uh, it's not a guarantee like you'll quit porn and you'll be you know, clean forever. It's a guarantee of you will start to put tools in place that will really help you. You will change. You will do be doing life differently than you're doing it right now if you're alone and stuck in the habit cycle, stuck in the temptation cycle, you will change. There will be a shift because you're going to have to. Uh, accountability, uh, coaching, having a plan that you write down and, and are accountable to, it's a whole different world than sort of in your mind, um, you know, wishing something would happen or having a goal. Don't just set a goal, set a plan. Oh, and one more thing. It's designed to be short-term. This isn't, you know, we're not going to sign up for a 10-year commitment. This is to be, you know, a few months, maybe a year at the most, where you really dig in and you start to put support in your life in place that can help you. And I want to I want to cheerlead you. I want to be along the, lo- the road with you, and I want to help you get going. And when you don't need me anymore, we're not going to keep meeting. You know, sure, you can always email me. You can... We can get together if something flares up or if you need help uh, in a new period. Maybe you go through a transition and stuff comes back in a different way. You know, definitely we can pick up again, but it's not meant for you to depend on me for the rest of your life. So keep that in mind. So send me an email at matt at recoveredman.com and I'll send you a short application. And after you fill that out, we can schedule a free 30-minute session to get to know you. And you can decide whether it's right for you. All right. Once again, that's Matt at RecoveredMan.com. Now, next week is the promised return of Craig Para for part one uh, of two episodes about his amazing reality show debut where he lives eight days with a porn star. You won't want to miss it. Well, that's it for this episode of Porn Free Radio. I went a little long. Thanks for sticking with me. If you'd like to comment on this episode or get the show notes, please go to pornfreeradio.com slash 45. I'd love to hear from you, comment, question, or whatever. Until next time, guys, take hope and take action. Be good. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To connect with Matt, send email to matt at pornfreeradio.com. And help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio on iTunes and leaving a rating and review.